0: Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. And right now we're going out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to talk more about the NHL trade deadline with our friend Craig Button, NHL analyst for TSN. Follow him on Twitter. He's at Craig J. Button. Craig, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today?
1: I'm doing really well.
0: How are you guys? Uh, Doing really well. Thrilled to have you on today to talk about some of this news that we've been sorting through with the Blues. Uh, The big story yesterday here in St. Louis, Craig, I'm sure you've seen it. Frank Saravalli reported that the Blues have been shopping around or at least uh, gauging interest from other teams on Jordan Bennington and whether or not there would be a taker for his contract with five years remaining on it. What do you make of seeing that news? And do you think there's anybody that would actually take on that deal at this point in time?
1: I don't think at this point in time, I think that Doug Armstrong is going to probe and he's going to examine if there's a team that might be interested. I mean, Doug's very astute, and Doug is listening and watching teams that uh, feel that they have goaltending issues. So, you know, he's going he's to explore it and try to understand what does it mean and is there something that's reasonable. But I see that as more of an offseason move. I mean, uh, you've you got to create some cap space. You've got to look at uh, the scenario with respect to, uh, you know, the off season, you know, when you got more room, what it means, you know, what you're doing uh, with other players in your organization. And and I think you have a bigger, I think you have, I think you have more teams in the off season that can do it. But at this point in time, there's nothing wrong with exploring it. And there's nothing wrong uh, considering Billy Russo has, has assumed uh, the role of number one right now. And so, you know, you examine it, but for me, I think there's a lot more teams who would be interested in the off season, and, uh, you know, Doug, but Doug, Doug's uh, shrewd, and he's cunning. and Those are two things I think are really, really important to be a good GM in any sport, and he looks around and goes, oh, you got to go with called? I'd be able to help you out, you know, and, uh, but I don't see anybody biting at this point in time, either.
2: I'm with you on that one, Craig. But what was really interesting about that is that I know a lot of people see it and say, "Oh, well, he's moving on from Bennington because he struggled." But I think could this be more of Doug Armstrong and his staff looking at the scenario and saying, "Man, we just can't afford to lose huso
1: Well, it, I, I think there's a number of factors. I mean, it's Billy Husso. Uh, it It's cap considerations. You know, with what what what's going to cost you to keep huso It's uh, it's a, it's Jordan Bennington's contract. And and you also have Joe Hoffer in in, in the system. Joe Hoffer, to me, is a really good prospect and somebody that I think is going to be a real solid NHL goaltender, if not in time, a really good number one goaltender. So you you have all these different scenarios playing out within your organization that allow you to explore these types of things. And, you know, I've always said this, you know, people talk about contracts and everything, and I don't think there's ever such thing as a bad contract if, if you can trade it. And I'm not suggesting that Jordan biddingham's contract is bad. All I'm saying is is for that for the St. Louis Blues, where do, you, where do you want to create some cap space to be able to do some other things to strengthen your team? You've got to look at all areas. You've got to examine all possibilities. This is just one of them.
2: Craig, following up on that, because you mentioned Joel Hofer, and I've heard the same thing, that he's a big-time prospect, and teams have called about it, and, of course, the Blues really like him is there a big difference between Joel Hofer and Colton Ellis? Because he's another goaltender in the blue system that they really like.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, so what you want in the system is, is that you want competition and listen, having a choice of having more good prospects than less, you want more. So that's really good. Now Colton Ellis is is, I think is a really good solid goaltender. I think he's a good prospect. I think hope is better. So, you know, that's how you got to assess it. And, you know, if I'm an NHL team and, and I'm getting a call on Jordan Bennington or Dark's exploring it I might say, what about Joe Holfer? Like, you know, well, you know about that. I, I don't think Colt Ellis is at that point yet. Now, would there be interest? Perhaps, but I, I, I think Holfer's ahead of him. And and, 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 and I don't I, I'm not I'm not kind of you know wishy washy on that. I think he's clearly ahead of Colt Ellis. But I think Colt Ellis is, a, is, is 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 a good prospect. He needs more he needs more time to really ascertain is he good enough to be part of your goaltending tandem in the NHL?
0: We're talking to Craig Button, NHL analyst for TSN. He's joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Uh, Craig, I did want to ask you about what the Blues are likely to do at the deadline because uh, the Bennington conversation, I I tend to agree with you. I think we're all on the same page here as well. That feels more like they're setting something up potentially for the offseason than something that's likely to get done by Monday afternoon. But what do you think the Blues are likely to do by Monday afternoon? We've been talking about the defensemen market for seemingly months now. Uh, Where do you think they go?
1: Well, if I go back and, I, and and you can go back as well, you know, the 2019 Stanley Cup champion, you know, look at the blue line that they had. It's a very different blue line now. And so when you, when you start to consider the composition of that blue line and how hard they were to play against, uh, it's a different blue line. And, and, you know, one of the things that the St. Louis Blues did exceptionally well in route to winning the Stanley Cup is they defended the interior outstanding, like in an outstanding fashion. Well, when you have smaller defensemen, it's not as easy to defend the interior, and they've struggled with that. And I think if they can go find a weighty defenseman, somebody with some size and bulk, you know, and, and you know, we see Ben Chirot move, we see Josh Manson move. Well, there's other players out there. there I mean, we, we know Happis Lindholm is, a, is, a, is moving into unrestricted free agency. He's out there. But, you know, exploring other options and, and, and understanding what else could be out there with respect to, helping our team but i don't think it's a defenseman that can help them i think it's a specific style and type of defenseman somebody with weight and somebody with size i mean one of the things the blues were great at i mean you talk about the length they were in your space and the playoffs now become about you know taking space and and shrinking it and the blues did it exceptionally well and moved to the stanley cup but you need a certain type of defenseman to, to be able to you know, expand in that area and make it harder on opponents. That's the area, for me, looking from the outside in, that's the area that I would be working hard to try to address.
0: That's exactly and, what I'll we've been talking example. about.
1: Like, like, yeah, I don't know if Adam Larson's available. I mean, the Seattle Kraken are terrible. They're a terrible team, right? Yeah, I know Adam Larson went there and signed a contract. I know he's got term left. It's $4 million a year, which is reasonable. If I could get Adam Larson on my team, I'd be all over that.
0: Are there any other names you mentioned? Lindholm, we've talked about him. You mentioned Larson there. Are there any other names that fit that criteria that you think will be available by Monday's deadline?
1: Well, see, this is the thing too. Like, like I don't know who's available. I, I don't. I don't operate in the inside game. But I know as a manager, it's your job to find out if there's somebody that interests you. Is that player available, and what is the price of be of that player? I just mentioned Adam Larson. I don't know if he's available. But I know that I, like that's a player that fits what I just described. I'll tell you another player. I don't know if he's available, but he played on the Stanley Cup champion in 2019. He's just back from a season-long injury, injury, won a Stanley Cup, went to the Stanley Cup final last year, and that's Joel Edmondson. There's another guy. I don't know if he's available, but I know that those two guys fit the bill of what I'm looking for. So I'll make the call and find out what it is. And And, and in Joel's case, you want to make sure that he's healthy and that he can – get through the grind of, of, a, of a long playoff run. But I see the St. Louis Blues. There's two teams, one in the east and one in the west, that I say you better keep your eye on them. because there are two teams that could be making a lot of noise and, 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 and could very well find their way right into, into serious contending style. That's Pittsburgh in the east, St. Louis in the west.
2: And Craig, you know, we've talked about all of these names and the ones that always seem to come up are the ones that that have that term along with the trade. And I love the Adam Larson one that you brought up. That's kind of not even a guy that I thought about. But what about two players that have been in the rumor mill, a Jacob Chikrin from Arizona or an Ivan Provorov from Philly? Do either of those guys move the needle for you? And does that make sense for Doug to go that big? Okay, that's a whole
1: different deal. Okay, and you just nailed it to go that big. Let me just see. You've got, you got a 25-year-old defenseman, and you got a 24-year-old defenseman. Two really good defensemen. Chikrin is in an awful situation in Arizona. Proveroff is in an awful situation in Philadelphia. I'd be phoning every day. I'd be phoning Chuck Fletcher and Bill Armstrong every day to find out what the cost is to get those guys. Those guys have good contracts. They're really good players, and they're only going to be that much better once they get a supporting cast around them. And so, to me, I'm always interested in adding quality, quality, quality. And when you're talking about Proveroff and Chikrin, that's quality. Now, the, the, those aren't rentals, those aren't anything like that. So, if you're talking about those guys, you better be ready to talk about quality. And when you, again, those guys are worth the discussion at every point in turn. And you look at Proveroff, I mean, the Philadelphia Flyers are a disaster. I mean, they, they're they really not a, a, a zero sum team, they got nothing. And I don't see a bright future for them. I think they have got to do a lot of massive changes in there. And if, Provo, if, Provo, if they're going to throw Provo off overboard, I'll have a I'll have a life raft there ready to catch him.
0: Craig Button is our guest for just another minute or two here on 101 ESPN. Uh, Craig, final thing that I wanted to ask you about was some of these lower tier names that have been thrown around for the Blues. Jeremy Rutherford, the Blues insider for The Athletic, put together his list of the guys that make the most sense, that are the most likely that they end up here in St. Louis. I want to throw these names at you, and I want to get your thoughts on if you think this is the market that makes sense for them. He said Carson Susie. Nick Letty, Jacob Middleton, and Brendan Dillon. When you hear those names as possibilities for the Blues, do they fit that criteria that you were mentioning earlier in your mind?
1: Well, yeah, Brendan Dillon falls into the edmonton Larson category. He's got a term left on his contract. And to me, you, you get a player that's going to help you now and into the future. And to me, he stands out above all those other guys, clearly stands out above them. Uh, you know, Nick Letty, uh, you, you look at Nick, he's a really good skater, He's a player that's been in the conference final the last two years with the New York Islanders. So he, he's been deep in the playoffs, was with the Blackhawks. We know his background. He, he would fit your team in a different way. He's not one of those big, weighty defensemen, but he would fit your team in, 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 in a much, much different way. Carson Soucy, you know, playing in Minnesota, he showed some real promise. You know, the uh, the Seattle Kraken were looking at him as a as a player that they thought that would be really, somebody that could come in and anchor the blue line, he really hasn't found his footing there. So I think that, like, the price might not be higher. You're, you're probably betting on him coming in and replicating a little bit of what he did in Minnesota. I mean, I mean St. Louis has a really strong coaching staff, so, you know, there's a belief there that you can get him back to that level. So the price probably, you know, for Letty and, and for Susie probably wouldn't be high. I think it would be a lot higher for Brendan Dillon. Who, who was the other defenseman? just quickly
0: Jacob Middleton think, yeah, from, from San Jose yeah
1: yeah 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 no nah. no I mean he's big he fits the criteria in height and weight problem is he's not a
2: very good player I love that Craig Craig final one and we really appreciate your time this is great stuff with you as much as we're talking about this trade deadline for the Blues and we've talked about all of these names if you're doug armstrong are you also looking at the potential of what could happen in the off season of maybe more defensemen available and then of course you know the, the golden goose for the blues and that would be the matthew kachuk
1: wow okay so <laughs> i guess i guess you can always dream in technicolor yeah you know and I, I know matthew kachuk at the end of this year is one year removed from pre-agency uh you know, the bottom line is, for me, I mean, he's a top-line player. He's, one of the, he's a unique player. And, yeah, we all make the ties to St. Louis, and we make ties to any type of place where, where players may be from and where he would fit. I also know this. I also know that Matthew Kachuk is an integral part of the Calgary Flames. The Calgary Flames love him. And unless Matthew Kachuk is dead set on leaving uh, the Calgary Flames – then I, I I think it is, you, you know, you are dreaming big and there's nothing wrong with dreaming big. I don't see it as realistic. Now I might be wrong, but that's how I see it. Now I go to the next step. When you look at defensemen, you know, we talked about Pavorov Por- and we talked about Chicklin. That's a different type of uh, of deal you could do right now. But, you know, again, there's no set time on which you can always be looking to the future and not losing sight of the present and vice versa to try to improve your team. And and you, you just mentioned it earlier when we were talking about Bennington, you know, a lot of seeds get planted right now for off season moves. And when you get to the off season, there's a lot more room uh, salary cap wise. There's also a lot more disappointment because teams now that had real serious aspirations have fallen short, whether it be not getting into playoffs, whether falling short in the playoffs. So, opportunity to to make transactions is is much greater in the offseason but the seeds start to get planted now so that opportunity uh, to explore more of those scenarios uh, are going to be present after monday not before monday
0: you're not going to find better analysis anywhere than right there with craig button nhl analyst for tsm give him a follow on twitter he's at craig j button Craig, we always appreciate the time. I know you're a busy man, especially this close to the trade deadline. Thank you so much for joining us today, and we'll talk with you again soon.
1: Yeah, always my pleasure to join you guys. Always my pleasure. Have a great weekend.
0: Absolutely. Same to you. That's Craig Button here on 101 ESPN.